Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So this week we're asking, is there anything more infuriating than insomnia? We know that insomnia is annoying. People who suffer from it complain not only about not getting any sleep, but that no one takes them seriously because insomnia is a sort of thing that we all have a little bit. But is there anything worse than that? Well, we're going down an unusual route to find out this week, something of a game show. We've got five people, including myself, all with afflictions that aren't life-threatening, but are still quite annoying. At the end of the podcast, we're going to have a winner and four losers as we make a top five of everyone's worst problems. Let's meet the contestants. Hi, Marthy. I have aphantasia, which means I can't see mental images. Hi, my name is Alice Sanders, and I have a condition called solar urticaria, which means that I'm allergic to sunlight. My name's Emma Garland, and my body just sort of hurts a lot. <laughs> I have a really bad dust allergy. My name is Hannah Ewins, and I have insomnia. And I'm also playing the game this week. I've got dyspraxia, which is basically coordination issues, means that I'm bad at running and even worse at tying my shoes. So we're about to hear from everyone and we're going to get this top five out of I can't visualize things, I can't go outside, I'm allergic to dust, I've got dyspraxia and I can't sleep. Arfi, I guess we should start with you. What's it like not being able to picture anything in your mind's eye? Before when people had said things like mental image, they weren't being poetic, they just literally meant it. And some of the poetry drained out of the world at that point, because I just realized, oh, you're just describing what happens to you. Wow. So you thought that all your friends were much more romantic and poetic (laughs) with their metaphors than they were actually being. I thought they'd just inherited it from 
the lingo that it's just a thing we said because uh, i i can imagine the shapes of things i i know my way around places quite well and i don't know if it's that they fantasia means that i don't have anything else getting in the way i just know where things are to a certain extent when i'm writing i never imagine what the spaces people are in look like or what the people look like in much the same way that if i'm reading a novel i don't imagine what the characters look like because i've got no way of doing that sometimes things come as a surprise when you get halfway through a a book and you go oh it is now significant that this character is black and it hadn't occurred to me that they were any color up to that point something just occurred to me that i feel is really sad about what you're saying what about when you really fancy someone or care about someone even just in a really non-sexual way just like a family member you're thinking of them in your head like you miss them or something and you wouldn't be able to do that i can still miss people but just like visualize them yeah i can't do that but i don't know what i'm missing so it doesn't really hurt Thanks, Harfi. We'll come back to you in your mind's eye stuff. Hannah, you can't sleep. In fact, you came into this podcast today saying that you were grumpy and exhausted. I mean, I'm too tired to be on this podcast for a start. So let's get that out of the way. It's just one of those really boring things. Like it's boring to talk about, boring to think about. You don't want to hear someone at work or your friend or like your partner being like, oh, I'm really tired. Or like, I don't know, being grumpy because they're tired. It's like the most boring thing ever which I think is one of the worst things about it because no one has any sympathy for you because everyone knows what it's like to be tired or not to be able to fall asleep. But this is like, probably I'd say like once a month, there's like a whole night where I genuinely don't fall asleep and people think I'm taking the piss, but I'm not. It's just like, just doesn't happen. Just don't completely don't fall asleep. And then other nights it'll be, might get like one or two hours sleep. But usually it's quite bad sleep, which is a, it's just a mix of loads of different things, I think. But mostly I just mostly it's always there. And then the next day after a night like that, are you absolutely exhausted? I mean, is it the same as anyone not sleeping for a night? I think you're just really angry and really grumpy. But I think once you get used to it as a part of your life, you just adjust to it and you're just angry inside. It gets to the point where basically you're kind of like, okay, fine. You almost want it to be really bad so that then you tire yourself out so much. You're just like a screaming toddler and then eventually you fall asleep. So you're praying for that like night of nothing of a whole night with no sleep. Then you at least know the next night you probably will fall asleep. Yeah, all in like a night or two. What is worse than not sleeping or the stress of trying to sleep? There's nothing worse than when you know you're not going to fall asleep. You're like tossing and turning. I would say the worst thing, though, is the morning after not being asleep or having not slept very much at all. You're just so angry. You just can't, like, envision doing anything. And then people, like, come in, they're like, oh, yawning and, like, grabbing their coffee. And you're like, you don't even fucking know. (laughs) Well, how do you feel about people who come into the office and haven't slept all 
or have barely slept because they've been out all night. Madness. And then they want lots of sympathy and hugs for all their hangover. Does that really get your goat? Yeah, it does get my goat. Because my life is really boring and really sleepless at the moment. What about when you're sleeping in a bed with someone else? Oh my God, that's even worse. (laughs) That is horrible. Once I heard about um, Tim Burton having separate rooms from his wife separate rooms separate, separate houses, houses joined by a bridge that's what famously. it needs to be like separate <laughs> bedrooms isn't even enough for me it has to be separate houses i don't want to even hear them breathe all right thanks hannah gonna come back to you and insomnia alice Yours, I guess, is quite a a medical condition. You're actually allergic to sunlight. I mean, in what way does sunlight affect you? Mine is literally an allergy. So it's kind of like being allergic to uh, peanuts if peanuts were everywhere all of the time. (laughs) (laughs) Mine only came on a couple of years ago because allergies can appear and disappear at any point. So what started happening to me is I would come out in a very red, itchy rash that would get really, really hot And then if it continued to get worse, I would break out in hives. Um, So the worst time it happened, I had been to the Lido, so it's in a swimming costume. And I got into the shower and I started being really hot and itchy. Then I came out in like full body hives, except for where my swimming costume had been, like a kind of like comedy painted on white naked swimming costume. And I came out of the shower and I felt really, really faint, like I was going to pass out. And my friend went to get me some water and then two members of staff came in and one of them snapped on a latex glove. And I was like, what, what are you going to do to me? Um, she said she just wanted to feel my skin. But basically I had um, an anaphylactic reaction. Right. So you can go into anaphylactic shock. There's several symptoms and you only have to have two of them. So one of them is your throat swelling up. That's never happened to me, but my blood pressure dropped. So I feel very faint and I get shaky and I'm covered in hives. And sometimes I swell up as well. So like, or parts of me will swell up. Mm. So there was another time that I ended up in A&E because my, uh, my ankles and my legs swell up so badly and they made me take my trousers off because they were worried they wouldn't be able to get oh them off. <laughs> so I was sitting in <laughs> oh A&E with no trousers on, on my own, and then I got so like panicked and in, and in shock that I started like vomiting as well. Oh my God. But they don't really know that much about autoimmune diseases. They know like more about the really bad ones. Right. But they still don't really know what causes them and how to cure them. And it's really just like a guess. So I go to the dermatology department at Guy's every two months and they try me on a new combination of drugs. And is this a stupid question, but is it totally unrelated to like, say someone who was very pallid and like got sunburned easily? It's like a different thing completely. Yeah, it's completely different. So it's not a burn. So when I say I'm allergic to sunlight, a lot of people are like, oh yeah, me too. I can't go out in the sun. And I'm like, no, I'm literally (laughs) allergic to sunlight. So it's an allergic reaction, not a burn. When it's bad, it must affect you constantly. Like, how has it sort of impacted your life? Well, when it first started happening, it was the worst because in the very beginning, I didn't know what it was. So I would go outside and start getting red and itchy and hives and swelling up and all kinds of things. And I just didn't understand it. So that was really terrifying because it was this thing that was happening that was completely beyond my control. I didn't understand anything about it. And I got to the point where I was like, maybe I just can't go outside. And then when I finally got diagnosed with solar urticaria, 
because I didn't know how to control it yet, it was still really terrifying. And I got to a point where I didn't really go out much in the daylight for a few months because I was so worried about what would happen to me every day. But I think that makes it worse because there's also this thing called skin hardening, which isn't like a literal hardening of the skin, but it, it works with the same kind of premise as a vaccine. So you can get sort of immune to sunlight. And if you do it gradually, um, you build up a tolerance. Like obviously you can't do it, you know, can't go outside into your garden naked because then you'd maybe get anaphylaxis. Right. And that would be quite an embarrassing death in many ways. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can do like, I'll, I'll do a bit of my arm, you know, maybe like a bit of my leg and gradually build up until I can wear a t-shirt or something in the summer. Quite a fine balance that you've got to work out there between building up the tolerance and not going into a deathly anaphylactic shock. Yeah, and it also just means that you get an unpleasant itchy rash. But now, because I'm on such strong medication, so I'm on a combination of antihistamines and immunosuppressants, my reactions are less bad now. So they're tolerable. Have there ever been moments where you are caught in a beach or a desert or something where you're like quite worried about being able to get out of the sun i'm also a um a tour guide so i take people the perfect job <laughs> yeah, i know right well i guess at least i'm not a lifeguard <laughs> so i take people around uh, europe and so i'm in like paris and rome in june and july and what? yeah what are you wearing? Well, generally, I try and build up my tolerance before I go on a tour. So by the time I'm in Rome in 30 degree heat, I can wear a T-shirt. Goodness. OK, well, Emma, <laughs> this is the big one. Talk firstly, to me. Firstly, don't, I, I don't want to like, hear your excuses. <laughs> I would like to contextualize this by saying that Hannah just asked me to list all the things that were wrong with me because she was too tired to do the podcast. <laughs> so out of so my if ass, anything, this is a symptom of Hannah's insomnia. Yes. Um, OK. Hannah is the biggest <laughs> problem that I have. <laughs> um, so firstly, actually, initially I said I have... I actually find it almost impossible to like straighten my legs because I have very, very tight hamstrings. But in fact, I've just thought of something uh, even more pathetic, Go which on. is that I have a really bad dust allergy. So bad. Dust that, allergy? Yeah, like so bad that I had to leave the office two hours early last week to go home and have a shower and have a nap because it's the only way that I can actually like come out of it. How do you know that it's the dust that's setting it off? worked out over time i've always been allergic to like certain fabrics and fabric conditioners and lots of things like that but it is it's dust that's the main culprit um so what set it off last thursday is i wore a jumper that i hadn't put on in about three months that had been in the bottom of a drawer and it had gathered a certain amount of dust that upset my body right isn't dust everywhere yeah it has to be like like a fine layer of dust it won't just be like because it's the dust it. mites that set it off yeah like dust that's been settled. First of all, like, are you keeping all your clothes in a nice <laughs> condition? Zip-lock bags. What's happening to these jumpers in the bottom of your covers? Gathered dust. And <laughs> second of all, what are the symptoms? They're classic, like, allergy symptoms. I get really, really itchy, watery eyes, very violent sneezing. I get really, really drowsy. Listen, this isn't going to... I'm going to tell you now it's not going to beat the sunlight. Look, I... <laughs> I just came in here okay, last fine. minute. I'm not trying to win. <laughs> My thing is bad. I would think everyone thinks their bad. thing is bad to yeah. them. It's all relative. 
my thing ruins the lives of the people around me much more than it does me. Like I really learned to deal with being a bit of a klutz. But for example, the like trauma that my girlfriend goes through every time we like leave the house and walk down the street and I just like bash into everyone on the street and actually okay so my thing is basically dyspraxia which is like various coordination issues it was quite a thing when i was younger because i like really couldn't do a lot of like stuff that especially like as a boy you should be able to do and particularly remember a p lesson in which we couldn't go to break until we'd all dunked a basketball from the three-point line and then everyone got up and dunked the basketball and then it was just me and everyone was like sitting on the bench watching me for like 10 minutes trying to anyway it was very bad um but I used computers in my exams and now I don't have to handwrite anything and it's fine. We're in the modern world. But I do think that there are things that I do that I actually don't notice that I'm bad. Like just before we came in here, I made a cup of tea and Emma and Hannah both laughed at how much tea I'd spilled everywhere (laughs) in the stirring process. And the worst thing that happened, and I hope she doesn't mind me telling this story, is that someone in the office who I thought I hadn't really met before came up to me last week and said, can we have a little chat? And I said, sure. Yeah. Hi, how's it going? I'm Sam. And she's like, hi. Yeah. Um, basically I just want to know what's going on with us because three times now you've like barged your whole body into me. Oh my God. And just like strode off. The most recent time was last night in the bagel shop where I like saw you and sort of like nodded to say hello. And you just kind of like shouldered me (laughs) and walked (laughs) off. And she was like, and listen, I've asked around the office and everyone says you're a nice guy. So I just, I didn't know what it was about, but I just wanted to find out. And obviously that was, I mean, that really did drive it home for me that is quite mortifying and i also had absolutely no recollection of of any of these occasions so so is it something you don't notice happening as well i think i'm now finally aware that it does happen because i guess it's not normal to like apologize maybe 20 or 30 times in a walk from one place to another (laughs) but i i don't know how to to go about treating it in any particular way the thing with that as well is that if I didn't know you, I'd just be like, oh, fucking classic man. Doesn't give a shit coming in and getting in my personal space, but no. Yeah. It's no, I mean, the case, there definitely is, is a bit of entitlement thing that comes with it. I You're not going to die from it, are I'm you? I'm not going to die from it. That's the point here. It's not bad. And actually, if anything, it got me a computer and extra times in all my exams, which <laughs> I really think led to some academic success. <laughs> All right, so we know a bit about everyone's condition. We need to get this top five. And I think probably the easiest thing to do, having heard what Emma has to say, is to work out who's in last place. Does anyone disagree that Emma should be last? Okay, I think maybe. I mean, dust allergy, sniffles, and you've got to go (laughs) home from work two hours early. Look, I can't put up Christmas decorations with my dad because I can't get the boxes down because within an hour I have to have a long nap to recover. I have so. no idea what my dad looks like. <laughs> or Christmas decorations. Yeah, my thing's the worst. Yeah, definitely fifth place. And very galling to Hannah, all this nap talk. It's very unfair. You're sick. Okay, I'm writing it down now. Number five. 
Okay, we've got a loser. I think that was the obvious one. Who is going to try and uh, make the claim for first place? Hannah, what's your view? I mean, you've had it, you've done a lot of whinging. Do, do you feel like you've got the worst yeah, deal I've here? I've got more whinging to come. <laughs> all I'm going to say is all of these things are awful and they definitely affect your day to day life. I'm going to die because of mine because <laughs> there is a book that's come out that is so so scary so terrifying that i don't want to get it but everyone was talking about it last year called why we sleep and a neuroscientist basically really served up some home truths about how we don't sleep enough and something like if you sleep less than six hours a night you're just gonna die for like so many different reasons, mental and physical. Yeah, well, I can definitely die from mine. I, I could have an anaphylactic reaction at any moment, you know, just by being caught outside in the daytime. Possibly as the leader of a tour in Rome. Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> Leaving 40 teenagers not knowing what to do. Oh, I Disaster. Could, I could easily die as a result of mine. If I'm on trial for something and I say, no, no, it was another chap who did it. And they say, well, what did he look like? I'd have mm. to go, oh, I've, I've no idea. And then, you know, I'd get the death penalty and, you know, there's me hanged. If you got called to court and they said, can you, that you, though you witnessed a crime, you witnessed something, someone being, you know, a hit and run and something, would you be able to recount what everything looked like, what happened? So I can remember what things look like to an extent, but only if I'm particularly looking out for it. So if something happens, then I'd be able to go, oh shit, I should start noticing details. It's like, okay, that car's blue. That guy, uh, you know, has brown hair. I don't know. What do people <laughs> look like? I, 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 I can remember exactly what someone looks like, just not visually. And I won't be able to describe them because, you know, they they have skin, they have eyes, they've got a nose, they've got, you know, I mean, it's it's handy with, you know, some of us because we've got beards. So, you know, you can describe that. You know, it's like handlebar moustache. Great. Uh, <laughs> although Shoreditch around here, so every fucker's got one. Yeah. But, you know, beyond hair colour, I don't really know where to go. But you are maybe quite unlikely to end up with a death sentence unless you make a, a trip to Alabama. I'm going to just... Oh, so I can't go to Alabama? I mean, no. listen, that's true. I mean, that okay, so uh, the rest of you can all go to Alabama. <laughs> well, <laughs> exception of Alice. It's hot there, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they have a lot of indoors. Everyone drives everywhere. It's fine. If I even make it over there. If I only <laughs> even live to make it there. I just want to make the case which I think about all the time, which is like the chances of me getting run over are so high because I'm so not aware of my surroundings. <laughs> like yours all involve a lot of what ifs though like right he's like what if i ended up in alabama and witnessed a crime what if but mine is like literally a thing that happens every day and arfie described his as he thinks he has less joy but i'm allergic to joy like <laughs> the concept of sunlight is the concept of happiness pretty much hand in hand isn't it okay so we've got four places to fill I mean, I want to make a case for myself, but are we, do you think that I have to be fourth? You have yeah, to be oh, fourth. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. I'd make a strong argument for you being fifth, but we, we can't do that anymore. Yeah, the dust is over. Um, no, my the dust is over. <laughs> Leave Emma alone. She's last. Now what about the my dust sad basketball story? That's not... That you... I just didn't care. <laughs> okay, Sorry. fine. So now it gets tasty top three. Uh, 
Emma, what do you think? Yeah, I'm definitely the loser of the room, as I am in every room. Sam, your thing is definitely also not very bad. Mm. It is mostly bad for other people, let's mm. be fair, isn't it? Um, Hannah and Alice, I feel like your things are both like more physical. They affect you physically, so I feel like maybe they are worse. Oh, or like harder. So you're saying that mental conditions aren't. No, no. no. I mean, yeah, no. <laughs> I imagine like... the worst thing for you is just the constant advice people always give you. It's like, oh, that have you tried chamomile tea? Yeah, yeah. That, that can get annoying. I imagine for you, Arfi, once people know about it, they have a lot of questions. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes they interview you for yeah. articles. Yeah. <laughs> and then make you come on podcasts. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, <laughs> Yours is definitely, no offense, guys, the most interesting in terms of like, it's a thing that I hadn't thought about before. But I can imagine in a pub scenario, it getting quite tiresome. Again, being, people being like, yeah, tiresome. but all right. Stop this, Sam. <laughs> yeah, because famously, people hate being asked questions about themselves. <laughs> but people are always asking the same questions and they're always saying, what? You mean you can't imagine such and such? And they say, oh, if I told you to imagine the London Eye now, you couldn't tell me what it looked like. I was like, that's really tedious. It is it's, tedious. It's rarely anything interesting. It's always the same questions. And to me, you guys are weird. Like, it's, it's something that... I'm not used to the human mind being able to do. I feel like what I meant by it affects you physically is I feel like you like are less envious of people who have these other abilities whereas you guys you would love to sleep i feel probably hannah and it would be nice to go outside i'd imagine Indeed. therefore i feel like there's more there's more to be annoyed by or more to be affected by in that way <laughs> i want to throw the cat among the pigeons and say that alice you're on a process of recovery and hannah yours is still affecting you and if anything getting worse recovery is not quite true because i'm on a process of managing it so that it's livable with but you can't recover from it it could spontaneously disappear and the dermatologist did tell me that 70 percent of cases do go away but that could be in 25 years time so i'll still live the best part of my life with exactly the same condition and equally hannah you could just take a sleeping pill <laughs> do you think i have not tried sleeping pills sam let's just not get down this road it's very dark and we don't need to go but there have, on it have you tried chamomile tea oh no no it hasn't crossed your mind yeah. all right listen we're gonna have to work out a top three now i know it's going to be contentious your base if you don't put me as first well, then you basically don't care about my death that's can, I, can i just say mine isn't self-inflicted and i wasn't born with it so it's like my fair lady because i know what it's like to not be allergic to sunlight and now i'm on the, the dark side alice who do you think is third mm. of i think arfie arfie who, that's, wait, that's, I know what you're going to say tactical. now. <laughs> Hannah, who do you think is third? <laughs> yeah, I would say you as well. Well, of the three remaining, I'm sorry, Arfi, your vote. Who would have been your vote? What, for third? Yeah. Hannah. Okay, Arfi, commiserations. I mean, it was a valiant effort, but third place is nothing to be sniffed at. And actually, it's going to be you, me and Emma, the uh, person who can't visualize the klutz and the dust allergy girl who are going to be working out who's the winner between Hannah and Alice. 
I'm going to take my vote first, then Emma's going to vote, then Arfie's going to vote, and at the end, we should have a winner. I think it's the sunlight. Because one, like you say, it's the association with all things that are happiness. But two, I think it's the constant fear that you might go into shock while you're leading a tour group (laughs) (laughs) is actually is actually a really really bad fear emma what's your i i'm really sorry hannah i this is although i can relate to the lack of sleep thing and it is bad i've seen fight club it can go very wrong (laughs) lack of sleep but i do think the sunlight thing being perilous to the outside seems probably worse Arfi, what's your, what's your view? I mean, they're all pretty bad. I mean, I would say that insomnia is definitely the third worst of them. So you know, it's it's definitely bad. They're all they're all bad, like I say. But it's uh, <laughs> not a patch on uh, the whole sunlight thing. So it looks like in second place, Hannah, valiant effort, Alice. Well, congratulations. You came first, but then also commiserations because you came first at having the worst thing. Here's your award. It's a lovely vice-branded mug. Take the stage. You can make a speech. Thank you so much. Um, On behalf of all vampires everywhere, (laughs) I am very proud. I'd like to thank Arfie and Alice and Hannah and Emma for coming and joining us. I'd also like to apologise to anyone who has like really serious dust allergy or really serious (laughs) dyspraxia who thinks that we've made light of this issue on this podcast. We were just talking about our personal experiences. So a fantastic victory, Alice. You must be incredibly proud. I am incredibly proud. I'm so pleased that finally... I've got the recognition of how difficult my life is. You fought a good game, but Arfie was in there right behind you. There must have been moments when you thought, hey, this boy could do it. I was quietly confident all along because I know that Arfie was fighting so hard because he knew I was the real winner. Well, you've done incredibly well. Congratulations, beating Arfie, beating Hannah. Where does your affliction take you next? Well, now I've won this competition, I think I'm going to go to the World Affliction Championships. And you know what? I think I could bring home a gold. Loving that confidence. Thank you very much. Thank you. Producer Sam Bonham from Rethink Audio. Sam Bonham, what's your affliction? You. Me, yeah. (laughs) Very accurate. Please, if you haven't already, subscribe on iTunes, give us a review, and we will be back next week.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.